Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right, we back to the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Um, we have our segment for, to, uh, for tonight. It talks about it's fatherless in relationships. So we have three guests on tonight. I have KC with me, uh, who was a reoccurring uh, uh, guest. Uh, say hey to, to the, our, our listeners, KC. What's up? What's up, y'all? We have Carmen. Hey, everybody. And then we have Anthony. What's going on? All right. So how we want to approach this is so we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves and, you know, we want to go into the topic. So for myself, Kmo, we, we, I've, heard, I've kind of given my spiel before. And when we talk about like, you know, how I was raised, I was raised by a single mother who was super, super aware of her raising a black boy. And so with that, um, I was always put in a place where I was around other men, I think from the, from the age of middle school to to, to high school, she always is very conscious of that because of the fact that she knew that she was a woman and she couldn't raise a man. So I was always in programs that dealt with, um, you know, that had other men around. Um, and then when I got in college, um, I did and continued to do that and were around a lot of black men who were, who were doing a lot of good things, who were successful and who were on the same track that I wanted to. So I, I navigated to that and, um, to that um, immediately when I got in college. So I say all that because, you know, I think with this topic, um, from my experience and just how I was raised, I believe it's, it's very, very important to have uh, a father around, even though my father wasn't necessarily around like that, um, but to have the men um, who, who are now and continue to be my mentors, who I uh, seek out information, information for uh, when things get rough and tight as, uh, you know, as a man that, you know, women can't really answer at times. Um, but I think it's just important to uh, and I appreciate my mother <clears throat> rest in peace for her, her acknowledging that and seeing that as a, at a at a young age and to see that um, I needed to have those those male figures around because I always wanted to to have those around and I wanted to make sure that I was on the right track. So anybody else can take that. No, this is uh this is KC. Um I you know, I'm I'm a my situation is a little different because my father um for the most part was around and the reason I hesitate was is because he was around but he wasn't dependable. Um, you know, he was always he was kind of always in the in the area, so to speak, but he wasn't he wasn't the, the, the type or wasn't the father that um, for a period of my life we did not live in the same household. Um, for a period of my life um, he was he was in fact he was incarcerated. Um, and then the instances where we did live together um, he had other challenges from you know drug use to um, kind of not just not doing the right thing. So, you know, that meant, yeah, my father was around, but he wasn't around sharing um, 
good knowledge and, and guidance to me all to me and my brother always. Mm-hmm. And um, that that to me um, is still absentee father, but mm-hmm. um, but he was you know I, I knew where he was, so I could, you know, I could call him or go <laughs> right. see him. But right. but it was just a it's a different situation where you know just not not being present okay. in a real sense. Right. Thank you for that. And before anybody else go, uh, yeah, before I was going to say, this is K-Mo. Uh, my father was, my mother raised me, but my father, I knew who my father was. Um, I think around the age of 14, 15 is when I still, when I was able to really go around him as much and kind of see what type of person he was. And, you know, um, so I, I say that, but. As far as having the the, the really really important ju- uh, jewels that I feel like I should have gotten uh, at that age, um, he he did the best he could do, and I feel like um, for that, you know, I appreciate him for that. But um, I, I learned a lot a lot more from the other mentors that I that I um, had growing up. Hey, this is Carmen. Um, I just so a little bit about my fatherless experience. I um, I grew up. My mom was really young when she had me. She was twenty one, and she had me in college. And after about two years, I was only like maybe one and a half or two. My father um, was incarcerated, so I wasn't able to build or you know have a relationship with him until about fifteen years old. So from two to fifteen, I kind of was just. Well, you know, my mom, she had other children, too, but, you know, being really, really young, she depended a lot on the different male figures in my life, like uncles. Um, I had some, you know, grand, grandparents, too, but it wasn't like a father. It was close, but it was definitely like the empty, empty space until she got married when I was 15. So around the same time that my biological dad got out of prison, my mom you know, married. So I kind of had two fathers, didn't know one. I actually didn't know either of them. So just that transition, being like a preteen teen and dealing with that, being like, you know, with my mom and my siblings and trying to hold it down. And then after a few years, having two male figures in my life and not knowing how to deal with those two, I definitely had, um, you know, it's just a weird transition trying to figure out how to kind of live with a father with um, after being that one for, for a while, but now, you know, oh, I guess that's the next question, but yes, that, that was my background story. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, this is uh, Anthony. Um, so, my, my story is my, my parents are um, still together. I grew up in a two-parent home environment, so they got married in 1978, so next March will make, uh, I guess it's 42 years for them. Mm. Um, my brother and I, sisters, two of us have an older brother, he's five years older than me. So for the most part, um, you know, I saw my dad almost every day of my childhood growing up. There was a period similar uh, KC when my parents split up just because there were some issues there. You know, I always tell people that, um, you know, my, my parents, one of the best things I saw was that how they stuck it out. They took those vows seriously, you know, um, for better or for worse, they, they, they stuck it out. Um, I, I will say, my mother grew up in a two-parent home environment. My dad did not. And so my mom, although there were there were some times that she was probably ready to be done, and she's told me that now that I'm an adult, 
she stuck it out because she understood she was raising two boys and she understood the value because she grew up with a father figure in her life. It was very influential. The value of having a father in the home with, um, especially with sons. And so, um, I would say my relationship with my dad is, is even better now that I'm older because I think it took me becoming a man to kind of understand some of the decisions and who he was as a man when I was a kid. I think as a boy, you, you just don't have the, the experience or, or, or the, um, the wisdom to kind of, or the perspective to kind of understand. Uh, but I'm, I'm grateful for it, you know, for, for the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. I'm grateful to say that I, I know my father and we have a, a pretty solid relationship. And uh, I definitely think, although, like I said, it wasn't perfect, I come from a, a, a place of knowing what a two-parent home is, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what I've aspired to want to have. And I'll, I'll, I'll stop there. Right. Thank you so much for sharing that, everybody. Uh, now I want us to re- self-reflect, right? So, what I, what do I mean by that? Like self self-reflecting on you know your household, and I always say like you know people you know have different scenarios different situations and this is by far not the the end all be all but you know now we're in the age where we have modern families and so when i self-reflect on my situation like i really do appreciate the fact that um even though you know my mom made her decision and you know had me and things of that nature that was her decision but to be aware of it and then also um put me around people uh, who i felt like she felt that were I'm going to, you know, give me the things that I needed to have. I felt blessed. Uh, I felt honored to have these 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 kind of these guys still around in my life. Um, but I also can see some things where I was I felt short from. Right. So um, I won't say that I was a, a late bloomer, but in some cases I felt like I was. And I think I, I really didn't understand that probably until I got to be in my late 20s, early 30s. Because I always felt like growing up, I never missed out. So, you know, those people who are like, oh, I didn't have my father around and things like that, which is fine. I never felt like, you know, Christmas or holidays or being loved. I, I always felt like I was, you know. So um, but transitioning into an adult and understanding a life a little bit more, um, having that around a little bit more, I felt like it would have would have given me that extra push. Um, so anybody want to take that one? Yeah, this is uh, tasty. Um, uh, when I reflect back, you know, my a lot of my familial traditions, uh, holidays, and um, uh, you know, listening to to Anthony about how his father was there all the time, so you have these memories, you know, out of you know people coming to your football games and stuff like that. My father wasn't in those. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my grandmother. Right. It was. Um, there was my mom at, you know, at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what I do, what, what I do, um, kind of hold dear is that, you know, my father and I, we had a, we had a good relationship when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but we had a great relationship the older I got because I really got to understand a lot of the challenges and a, and a lot of the, the things that he had gone through mm-hmm. to make him the man that he was. Right. So, you know, once I understood that, I had a newfound kind of respect and adoration for him. And to know that he was literally doing the best that he could do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had my brother and I, <clears throat> my brother and I, when, we were, when he was uh, 20, my mom was 19. Um, 
and then he goes off and, and fights in a war that mm. he didn't even believe in. Right. And if anybody, you know, for anybody who has family members that went to Vietnam, you know, you know, people come back different. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then he had, he had a, a stint in Attica State Prison and, and he happened to be there when the riots broke out and that turns him into a different person. And so all of these different life experiences molded and shaped him to the man that he he then became. And you know he he tried to be the the a force that was modeling something to his his two uh, his two sons. And you know I think if nothing else, he has taught uh, my brother and I how to persevere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that you know he's always instilled in us. It's mm-hmm. something that. Um, he was relentless about, I mean, even to the point where it's like, okay, you know that a hug might be a little better than saying, okay, <laughs> help it out and, and let's keep right. it moving. Yeah. Um, but, um, but then now to see that, how, how his presence, um, has affected my children, mm. because I tell people, my father was an okay father, but he was like the superhero of grandfather. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know my kids, my brother's kids, they adore him, mm. and they look up. They looked up to him like he was a superhero. And many of them, you know, the benefits that we did not get as kids, they got as grandkids. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's a, it's. I'm I'm glad we kind of had that uh, with my dad. We kind of had that full circle type of moment. He passed in 2015. But, um, you know, he got to see and, and spend significant time with his grandkids. Um, he got to see and, and do things that he thought he would never get to do with his own kids. Mm-hmm. And so um, it just, it, 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 it's something that, that kind of affects you. And you just have to kind of let it, you almost have to grow with it because you can't, you can't be stuck in this position of my father did this and he did that and I didn't have this this memory and be angry about it because there's there are reasons for all of that and yeah. sometimes those reasons aren't clear to you mm-hmm. um, when you're when you're a young adult growing up so that's just my reflection yeah thank you mm-hmm. hey this is um, Carmen I can definitely agree with that just like letting it go kind of just take it for what it is um, I kind of had a similar um, with you, Casey and Kmo, um, from like two to most preteen years, I definitely fantasized about having a father. I had, you know, family around, but it just wasn't, you know, a father. Definitely had that void. I definitely felt like I was missing something. And then once I was able to get, you know, have my my father in my life, it wasn't what I wanted. Like he definitely wasn't. What I fantasized, he had his own personal, you know, struggles that he was going through, he was facing. So I kind of resented that. I definitely didn't understand at that, you know, preteen, teen age. And when I was about 21, 22, I kind of had a heart to heart with him. It was like after like a really bad situation, I just broke down and I was just asking him like, why, why did you do this? Don't understand things. And at that point is when I kind of understood like he's human. Mm-hmm. We were like we talked around the same time that I was having those issues. He was my age when he had me, or when him and my mom had me. So we kind of had to get rid of that and just having that 
young daughter father relationship and moved forward like towards like a um sorry move forward to like a friend friend like you're an adult I'm an adult let me help you you know just maintain you know adulthood and then I also learned about his relationships with his father and how that you know it's just like a repetitive thing a generational curse and we kind of just try to move forward now reflecting back um just making a better friendship first versus trying to fantasize, taking those those fantasies of what could have happened to what's what's going on now. And at, you know, mid twenties, I can definitely respect him a little bit more as a man just to understand like, you know, he's not perfect. He's not who I thought, you know, he was going to be, but he's human and he's dealing with things too, a lot of um, you know, mental health issues, a lot of struggles being a black man in, you know, society. So I'm definitely still to this day like learning who he is how he was able to, like, grow up, and that's helped me kind of accept that. He's not, you know, that little, I'm not, you know, daddy's little girl, but I am a friend to him, and we do have a relationship, and some people aren't able to have that, so I can just respect that moving forward in my personal life. And then with my stepdad, I definitely was really rebellious um, at my teenage age. I definitely didn't want him to step in, but moving back, I can definitely understand that she came in and my mom had what four kids mm. when they or we had three and then now they had another kid together so just I, as an adult I can respect him so much because he stepped in and took care of other people's kids like right. those weren't I wasn't his child so mm-hmm. just seeing him in a different light has definitely helped me respect him and it took me being a little bit older to kind of understand and acknowledge that he didn't have to do that and God placed you know these certain people in my life for a reason Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I have. Hey, K- K- Mo, I want to make sure I understand the question. Can, can you repeat it? Yeah, just reflecting on like your experience with, you know, how that is now. And like, how do you, how did you look at your situation to, to see what it did for you as a human being, basically, you know? Gotcha. Um, okay. I, I think, um, I didn't think I, I had a model firsthand of what a man could be or what a man sh- should be, or at least a model of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm definitely grateful for that. Um, there's a lot of traits of my father in terms of not only just do I look a lot like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, te- his temper at times, there's, there's certain aspects, there's other great aspects about him. Uh, my dad went to school for art, so that's some artistic side to me. And so I just appreciate knowing, okay, I got this trait from my dad versus my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really... Um, I, I really just appreciate that. And, I, and I'll share this. I ended up, uh, was a teacher, I'm a, was a former teacher, and I ended up teaching, it's been a uh, few years teaching at an all boys middle school. Mm-hmm. And so that was a great experience to be able to teach and be a father figure to a lot of young men mm-hmm. who did not have father figures in their lives. Right. And I could <clears throat> lean on my experience with my dad and other great men who were around me and other models of men that were around me to kind of uh, lean on. And, and something that happened, uh, and I'll choose this to my father and other and other men in my life. One of the teachers saw me talk to a kid, one of my students, who had who was misbehaving, and I corrected him. And she came to me, a uh, black lady, and she was like, you're going to be a damn good father. And bro, I almost cried, man. And I was like, that hit me. You know, I'm not a father yeah. yet. But that hit me hard. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Damn. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just, that, that's my share on that one. Okay. Thank you all for sharing that. Like it, it, it's, 
it's good just to kind of air things out as far as listeners to kind of see where we came from so they can kind of relate to somebody on this call, even though it may be a similar situation. Um, but one of the one of the things that the, the topic was to talk about fatherless. Right. But we also have good experiences with our fathers and we're not taking it in a negative manner. Now I want to dive even deeper because I know that was kind of deep, even deeper now to talk about like, you know, the question is, is having a father um, around important? when you're choosing a partner. So like, you know, when you've had whatever experience you had growing up, um, now when you're looking at your partner or looking for a partner, is having a father around in your situation and theirs, do you see any any issue? Do you see that, you know, uh, I can speak from when I, when I do date someone, uh, I thought at one point, cause you know, I would date women who may not have had a father around. And I was like, I'm gonna date somebody who does have a father around, right? And um, everybody didn't take the approach of my mom, like, you know, was very aware, right? Aware of that situation. And I appreciate her for that. Um, but like when you're if you're dating somebody who may not have had a father around, you know, I, I date women, then what does that look like when you're dating them? You know, is it a challenge? Um, can you all speak to your challenges with even a man? You know, a man has had a father around. How has that challenge been? with you or with them does that make sense yeah this is okay i guess i'll start with this um having the type of relationship with my father and you know again i didn't have i didn't start building that relationship with him until i started dating so it's really weird um i guess when i started i always I guess, had the image of, oh, she grew up without a father. Right. And I'm having that stigma on me. But at the same token, my father kind of, you know, told me straight up, like, how guys are. So <laughs> at that age, I was just bombarded with all of this information of guys do this, guys do that. So I was kind of aware, and it was kind of a blessing and a curse. So I kind of, you know, heard a little bit too much, but I also um, was able to get, like, a man-to-man perspective Mm -hmm. now on the other hand having you know not having him in my household I was raised by my mom who was for the most part very you know very strong she was definitely uh well she was an amazing woman and she's super strong but at that same token I kind of took her stubborn ways she had to take direction she didn't have to take um, directions from a man until you know 15 years later right so I you know starting to date I've definitely realized that I've kind of taken those single mom traits mm-hmm. and I don't have to mm-hmm. and that's definitely been a challenge dating now because I feel like I can do everything by myself and that's not always the case and I was told you know from my father okay guys do this guys do that but I think I was lacking to be honest that dynamic of a marriage having like a you know a wife and a husband and having your dad and your mom in the same household and going up and doing that so that is something that I, I definitely lacked in a relationship or sorry um that I lacked growing up so that was definitely a challenge for and so it is a challenge for me in my relationships and I'm definitely trying to still figure that out and I think it is harder to date people who grew up with both parents like the mom and the dad because they don't really understand kind of like mm-hmm. my mindset versus someone who grew up with a, a strong independent mom so that that is very challenging to me however 
I can definitely see, you know, where my, my mistakes are. I can definitely own up to them. Like, I'm not single mom. I definitely didn't have to, to grow up like that. I don't have any kids right now, so I don't have to think that way. And that's kind of how I'm thinking right now and how my relationships are going moving forward. Well, this is this is KC. Um, <laughs> I've I've had a, a couple of different experiences. First of all, when I became a father, um, I I was ma- I was I was married to someone who had both of she had both of her parents in the house, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's very important to understand the type of relationship that um, the woman has with their father. Some. You know, some could have a relationship where the father does everything for them and mm-hmm. they then transfer that into a relationship where they look for someone who does everything for them. And then some could be, you know, similar to, um, you know, what Carmen's dad did, which is kind of give them all of the, try to give them all of the uh, advice about how how guys are. And so, so those, those show up very differently in relationships. But um, when I had kids, I was hyper hyper father meaning i was at every event i was you know involved in every decision because i was thinking you know my father wasn't there the way i wanted him to be my kids are not going to know that and um it, it, it really created kind of me just overcompensating mm-hmm. um to the point where you know, at some point, my kids had. To, they were like, "Look, it's all right if you miss a practice. You know, it's, right. it's fine." Um, and and even to uh, my wife at the time, who was just like, "You know, are you trying to make me look bad or or what?" Mm-hmm. You know, we both got jobs, and you are you taking vacation to come to a practice. I mean, I was doing just crazy stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so then we had to. We got. We kind of had to. Um, sit down and talk about, okay, this is what I think being a father looks like. She had an idea of what she thought being a father looks like, and they were different. Mm-hmm. And so we had to come to an agreement on how we <clears throat> would raise our children and assume our respective roles of father and mother. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's seen now that I'm, now that I'm divorced and starting to date again, you know, things have raised their, their ugly head in terms of how I interact with people um, from a from a communication standpoint. Because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot you could learn from your father mm-hmm. in how you communicate in relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of which I did not get. Now, with your so, with, with that, like as you as you as you're speaking about that, with your dating now. What does that look like for the partner that you do you do you see any of those traits missing if they do or they don't or maybe something about yourself in in my partner or in myself in your partner have you noticed um, that at all I I have noticed things I mean you know I if, if someone has a really tight relationship with their father um, such that their father basically you know, has done everything for them and really spoiled them to that point. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real quick to see this person don't want me to spoil her like like her father spoiled her. Right. Um, if you have somebody whose father was just the provider and they didn't really have a daughter father relationship, he was basically just in the house, you know, 
being the provider, then you have somebody who is real hard to communicate with. Mm-hmm. You know, and they don't want to make decisions. They want you to make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just a couple of examples. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try not to automatically jump to, well, it's because you didn't grow up with a father or because you did grow up with this kind of father. I try to just, you know, communicate from the beginning mm-hmm. because I know my deficits, you know, um, kind of stem from not having that that model that Anthony talked about. Mm-hmm. And so I know I'm coming in, I'm coming in at a disadvantage. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I need to learn, if I need to listen, I'm willing to do it. Um, in order to just make the relationship itself feel more, more positive, more, um, more enjoyable. You know, I don't want to be in relationships and I've seen plenty of these in my, not only with my father and my mother, but just in my family where people just stay together just to stay together. Mm -hmm. They're not happy. They hate each other. And I, I always told myself I'd rather be alone before, before I do or stay in a relationship like that. Okay. Please know we love you. Work with us. Be with us. And know we're coming from the heart. This is the Brother Brother Show.